Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There is Brady Bogan. There's Brett Vestley. There's Big Dick Toledo somewhere. Who cares where he is, said his dad. Let's get on with the show. How about it? Oh, my God. Last night, downtown was awesome. Was just awesome. The Beat LA chance wouldn't stop. The Suns are uh, just... I've never been to a game where there's been a 30-point lead in the first half, and it held. Like, most of the time in the NBA, you're going to get that 30-point lead, and it's going to... You know, trickle back the other. They're going to make a run. They never made a run. And the Suns now have the opportunity, Brady, to take your Ohio boy, who everyone hates, by the way. There is a palpable hatred for LeBron and cement his legacy as, sure, he had his championships. But if you remember back when he was a Cavalier the first time, his rap was, it's not going well, I quit. Last night, that dude flat quit. I got pictures of him during timeouts for the Lakers. Nowhere near the team. Uh, he pulled himself out of the game in the third quarter. He looked at the coach and did one of these, pulls his thumb up like, I'm out, right? And the coach was like, no. Like you see Vogel go like, no. And LeBron just waves him off and walks to the bench. Didn't Boo-Boo come oh, for that? No, street clothes? Barkley's got a nickname for him yeah. called street clothes now, which I think is hilarious. If they don't get street clothes, uh, if they can't win a game without street clothes. Street clothes has to play. I was like, street clothes, the nickname, and then everybody's texting. But, yeah, LeBron, flat quit. He sat at the end of the bench during timeouts, during, like, team meeting, never talked to another player on the team while they're getting blasted, waves off everybody, and then five and a half minutes left. I'm watching. There was a timeout. I'm looking down, and I'm like, he's just wandering away. He's just not even part of the team. And then I look back up, and the guy next to me said, LeBron left. LeBron left the game with five and a half. Never. The the. Comparisons to Jordan, older people will say it wasn't Jordan who's the greatest. They'd go, you know, Bill Russell or Chamberlain, but it was Russell over Chamberlain. But they'd say the greatest of all time. LeBron can no longer be whispered, which is phenomenal in that category because Jordan would never do that. He First off, his team would never get beat by 30 points. He would play eight no. quarters he would, he would, on oh, yeah. one leg Look, I'll tell you right now, still have 60 Jordan points. Jordan would have played 44 minutes last night. <clears throat> Jordan would not have sat himself. He would have gone until the coach said, you've got to sit. He would not have gone, hey, I want out. He wouldn't have called himself out of the game in the third period. He also quit last game, by the way, uh, when there was a minute and 14 seconds left, and they were only down, I think, 11. I I went with my friend Marty, and we both were 
uh, ironically, at the same game the Suns were at. Michael Finley was on the Suns, Charles Barkley's last year with the Suns, and they were down 14 with like a minute and 12 left. And the Suns ended up winning that game. And Barkley at the end, Marty reminded me of this because I forgot, Barkley at the end went through each section from the floor and pointed out everybody was still there and then clapped. And they went to the next one and he'd just point at people and he'd start clapping like, thanks for sticking around because we stayed. Uh, LeBron pulled himself out of the last game with a minute left. He quit. Last night was absolutely awesome, and it is happening right here uh, against the Suns. Now, the dangerous thing I hope is— it, I hope it sticks. What, that he's a I quitter? Mean, the Suns can and do it because I just—you I, know, I'm so—I'm still skeptical about the playoffs and how these things fold out. And, well, you know, Look, this is great for the NBA that it goes— Last it night wasn't. wasn't. Like four and one. Last night was a, a nightmare for the NBA. But now—wow— yeah. Maybe the actual game, yeah. but well, that's what they're the looking saga for. is 3-2, they're up, they could close them out, and all of a sudden if it goes 7. Well, if it goes 7, they're always in better shape, but yeah. last night was an absolute disaster for them because that was their marquee night, uh, nationally televised game, and it was over in the first quarter. And their marquee player. And their best, and the guy they sell to you constantly. Yep. And they're trying to sell the Suns, but it's been kind of like, meh. That's a, we're, look, we're a, a regional team. Let alone the team, we're, whether it's... Yeah. Kobe leading it. It's now LeBron. Right. It's it was the Magic Lakers. before that. Yeah, it's, it's whoever their the leader Los Angeles is. Lakers. Is the, uh, uh, but that's uh, Kevin Ray of the Sun sent me this during the game last night. It was the uh, what was it the largest deficit LeBron has ever faced in the first round, and LeBron has never lost back to back games in the first round of the playoffs, which is insane. But man, he he's he is doing a great job of of putting a little asterisk next to what could be an argument. I used to give that. Like, yeah, the argument for LeBron is garbage. Michael's the best. They'll always be the best. And then LeBron started to become that guy, that that series against Golden State when he – but you forget he had Kyrie Irving, but he still had that – pretty much carried the team on his own in his prime to win a championship against what was the best team sure. to ever play. And then he wins that one kind of on his own last night. Won't even talk to his teammates – Sits away from them. It was, I mean, anybody, remember Scottie Pippen when he's like, I'm not going, if I don't get the last shot, I'm not playing. Yeah, yeah and he sat out and too. everybody said, this is why Scottie Pippen will never win championships without Jordan. He doesn't know how to lead a team. Uh, that's, that's, that's it. And, and you're looking at it. LeBron can't carry this team by himself. I think he knows it. Yep. And I think he knows the team around him's average if, uh, if Anthony Davis isn't in it. And the sun, here's the dangerous part though. You, you embarrass a team like that. And and the Suns need to well every every playoff series when you beat a team by thirty, the next game is usually if they've got any heart at all and they do, uh, you're going to see something different. So they go back to L.A. But if they could manage to to three in a row this Laker team, oh my God, would this city go nuts? Last night it was like it was like Game Seven of the World Series downtown where we just crushed them. I mean, or not Game Seven, but the. Uh, they won it. Before, they won the yeah. World Series. I mean, it, you're you're sitting here last night. If you were downtown, you'd be like, you thought that there was a championship one. They they were going bananas. The horns, the people screaming, the beat LA chants. There's people just hanging around yelling. And I'm like, it's Tuesday. It was Game Five for God's sakes. There were, nothing's happened yet, and the place was just. It was great. The atmosphere was incredible. Loved every second of it. Phenomenal. Great stuff, and uh, all the way around. Just and and I learned my lesson from the week before. Not to mix alcohol, you know. If you get something, you stick with it. That evil Doug Hopkins. That didn't evil Doug Hopkins in. was there. Yes, the evil Doug Hopkins <laughs> was there, and his and his charm, and his goddamn engaging personality, and his fridge full of alcohol. And then they, we, you know, we went to the uh, the the 
I'm just going to call it the, the gay guy apartment because it's just a bunch of dudes hanging out. Last Pleasant night, buddies or what? what yeah, it was kind of that. It was kind of the uh, well, a bunch of dudes hanging out. And then uh, last night got a little weird because it was dudes and a couple of uh, kids who just graduated from high school. So it was like dudes in their 40s hanging out, having a good time. And then two like 18-year-old boys. Do you, have a, do you have a key? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's happening, Brady. Was Father Dale there? It would have been a fa- it was very Father Daily, <laughs> especially because we're in there joking around about stuff. And I'm like, is it okay to talk? And they're like, yeah, they're both 18. And I'm like, okay. And one of them looked like Dexter a little bit. So I was like, he's either going to be a senator or a murderer. I'm not sure about this one, but he makes me nervous that if I say the wrong thing, he's never going to forget. And, but yeah, you just learn your lesson. Vodka soda. My buddy Marty went with me and we went over to, uh, to the Walgreens first and got ourselves some vodka and some soda. And uh, my God, there was a woman in there. Having this giant nose is a curse because not minutes before we walked in, I'm like, Marty, my God, my tip's throbbing. Marty smelled phenomenal. He was like, a, <laughs> I don't know what, what he was wearing, but I'm like, look, man to man, you got me thinking about you because this smell is, I don't know what you're wearing here, but it is amazing how you smell. And sometimes a guy's cologne, you'll sit and think, it smells nice. That man smells. Dom does it here at the building. Dom will walk by. He overdoes it a little bit. Yeah. Dom, Dom will overdo it, and you'll be like, oof, I'm getting a little headache from Dom. He has a uh, comedian level of cologne. He wears a lot of, yeah, comedians wear a lot of cologne a lot of times, too. Some just stink, some don't. So Marty's in there. We go into the CVS or Walgreens, whatever's down there by Stand Up Live, pop in there to grab the, the alcohol of our choosing so Doug doesn't roofie us. And so uh, we're in there, and I'm like, man, you smell amazing. This lady walks by and says something to Marty like, I just got out of the hospital, and I had the surgery, and I had fell down. Like, all right, she's like kind of a fat woman, and then this nose picked up her cherry blossom, which was <laughs> immediate. Like I wasn't kidding; I'm standing behind her in line. I'm like, Marty, you got to get between me and the and the salmon hatchery because I can smell it. I can smell her stuff, <laughs> and I do believe Martin she's menstruating because oh, I can smell it. <laughs> it was brutal, and Marty's just laughing. He goes, "I got." I'm like, "Good for you." Good for you, but it was awful. And then we had to walk behind her the whole time in the thing in line. Oh, it's brutal. So that's how the night started. I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. This I don't smell like this. will never leave. But yeah, this nose. I pick up. I pick up a woman's parts when they're unclean Ugh. through the clothes. I know it's my curse. My dad does it too. I had to. Uh, he he never shared that with me growing up. But as adults, he said, "You've got the Holmberg nose." Because I'm like, what is that? If I did, go, ah, you got the Holmberg nose, and then he. Hit me to the uh, fact that he goes, you can smell a woman when she's... Uh... I'm like, I can? He goes, yeah, just start paying attention to that. And I'm like, oh, pig women, not normal clean ones. Fives, mostly fives. <laughs> but I can smell a pig woman. She's in she's heat. Done. Yeah, when they're in rut or whatever they call that. <laughs> is that when they have babies? Bucks, I don't know what it is called. But, oh, is that what they do? I don't know. When a woman's in rut. I don't, is that a thing? In I heat. don't know. Okay, I'll give you the heat. In heat. <laughs> but it is gross. I'm like, oh, pennies. <laughs> Mahi mahi, rotten mango, five mile ride to work. What a curse. It is a curse. It is the Holmberg curse. And you know who else had it? My grandmother. (laughs) Because this is her nose. Same one. (laughs) Which makes me think my sister's got it because she's got a big schnoz too. I think she might have it. Luckily, my mother, blessed with the other side of the genes, doesn't. She has a little button nose. Probably can't smell menstruation like us. I'll ask her. Sure, she's crushed by that. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's not a, it's not something you brag about. But yeah, that we did that, and we wandered over to the uh, the Doug Hopkins uh, Memorial Coliseum, and 
drank it up, and then went back into that stadium. And man, oh man, the atm- I, that atmosphere is so great when it's right. And it, you know what? I was we were talking about. It. It's like it's not like a bunch of bandwagon people, although it is, and I'm one of them. It's a reawakening. Suns fans have wanted to be Suns fans for a long time, but that awful Robert Sarver has been the issue. And since he's kind of pulled his hands off and let these qualified people do it, he's just the owner. He's just the check writer, and so far, so good. And he still has a Pumping chance to money all yeah. it, that's for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, you got the, the arena looks great. The fans seem to, like, they're, they, they're back. And they were, they were outnumbering Laker fans last night, 3-1, to one, easy, which I didn't expect to happen in the series. But, oh, if they could make it so LeBron goes out in one more game, if they beat him in L.A., and LeBron has this on his on his. Just hang this on your career that you your original first couple of years you were known as the guy who quit on your team when the Celtics started to beat the Cavs, and he's like, forget it. And he just walked off the court. Back then, I was like, wow, LeBron's quitting. This is a young man's mistake. And you you realized last night and the night before, and nothing's different. So long if he's winning, he's he's awesome. And if not, he walks out. I don't know why the media isn't just devastating him. They're they're talking about it. He just left last night. No injury, no nothing. He's like, I just don't feel good. And just nothing. He just didn't even sit. It and, ain't happening. He didn't even sit and suck it up with his teammates who would get fined or suspended a game by the coach if they did exactly that. And you can't do that. You just, like, could you imagine your, like your football? Jay Cutler used to get crap for the Bears for yeah. seeming uh, indifferent in a game on the sidelines. He's not talking to his teammates. Not, like, and maybe he was doing stuff we didn't see. LeBron was clearly just disengaged. Oh, like if you guys aren't going to step up here, I'm out. He is the phoniest, most sold athlete of our generation, without question. There is nothing about that guy that's legitimate. There's nothing. He's so protected; it's ridiculous. And you get and you look at the comparisons of Jordan and, and there that, that game with Jordan in in Utah when he the flu, the food poisoning, yeah. whatever it was, he was yeah. out there the entire. They carried yeah. him off the yeah. off the court for God's sakes. Yep. No, there's those legendary moments. He shared poison meat with a condor that yeah. night. Even you know, <laughs> took three shots to the chest. Look, there's truth to that one because the cops were involved and everything else. The dude was actually sick and played. Charles Barkley in the uh, was it the '93 uh, playoffs got the flu. Yeah, and played a magnificent game against the Rockets, and then they blew that series. But uh, but the one thing you know what uh, you know dramatics. Soap opera type uh, scripts, whether it's true, whether it's not, it's the lore of Jordan. Yeah, it, you don't it, hear not about once LeBron. do you hear. Oh, remember the time Jordan quit on his team? No, you hear about losing? the he took his jersey off, walked off the court. Yeah, you, you know, don't hear any of it. And... You don't hear any of it about the, the greats. And it's and the to, one, like you said, that one series where he literally carried the team. That's about it was it. amazing. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, he's learned his lesson. He's but that. But was, then he went after and you know wants to get. Teams, which a lot of them do, I gotta, I gotta have build his two own or team. Three well, he runs the league. Yeah, and he's he's the reason why the players run basketball. Oh my god, last night was so much fun watching a. I'll say it: watching a bitch get exposed <laughs> is there's something wonderful about that from a fan's perspective because when you're sold an item that you're like this isn't good, it's almost like when a car salesman is trying to convince you. That the Yaris is as good as the Lamborghini. It'll get you from A to B. But you're like, what are you selling me? And then you realize that this dude is like when he gets exposed as the guy who's trying to fleece you. Oh, I wonder not if he had it better. set up. Uh, you know, it's like you guys got to you guys, you know, even if it was that way. You got to show me something 
after the second quarter. Else, this is this is over, and I'm not going out there. I mean, that's no, obviously that's still what he not did. a leader, though. That's, it's that's not. You'll yeah. never be. No, but I'm saying that's what you know. Right. I wonder yeah. if it's like, all right, now it's all on you. Even if it were that way, that's still not the way to go yeah. about it. It's just that moment where you realize he's one of the greats. You can't even whisper greatest like they try to all the time sure. with him. You can't. He's just not in the category. He's yeah. just not. He's a great player. He's great at basketball. But when it comes down to it, it's got to be all facets. And watching a guy quit like that, I mean, it's it's a lot of the times a coach will leave a dude in to absorb the nightmare. Like you'll watch a football players. Like Belichick used to do that. If the Patriots were getting blasted, or if that, which was rare, his starters played the whole game. Like, we do this to teams. You're eating this. They would this. drive the other teams You're going to too. eat this. Well, I mean, when they were winning, they would keep their – but when they'd lose, he's like, no, you're not coming out. Like, why is Tom Brady still in the game? Because he's letting them eat a loss so they know how it feels. So when they do it to someone else, they know that they are mentally destroying them for games to come. Oh, it was just great to watch. I, 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 there's something wonderful about sports in that regard when it just reveals a person's character. And there's no selling LeBron to a lot of people now when you see that kind of stuff. I love it. Love it. Love it. And I have to say something I stayed true to last night while I sat on Jefferson and Diana Taurasi way. That, she has a street now? Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yes. Another thing. The DT been, Expressway. Another thing we've been sold and no one wanted. Last night, they're showing celebrities in the crowd. J.J. Watt. Place lost Cardinal. Their, lost their mind. They lost their mind. They're happy to have J.J. And he's an imposing figure. He just looks like, like he's supposed to be famous. Like when he stood up and he had the, it just, he just pops on a screen. You're like, that dude's special. It's a lumberjack. Kyler Murray. Crowd went crazy. Could they see him? Yeah, they got a shot of him uh, where they cleared out a bunch of It was an of overhead shot. They popped him up on, uh, I think his dad was there, and he was up on his shoulders. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But it's, it, it, maybe it was just, uh, it was just. I think it may have been another hobbit that they were just riding each other around. They took turns each quarter to ride on the other guy's shoulders so they could see the game. He was on Sir's shoulders. Right, right. So <laughs> Kyler was there. And then they showed uh, Tarasi. And it was a nice pop for Tarasi. I'm not going to lie. She got a nice applause. But Diana... If you heard one thing, I hope it was me, as loudly as I could, booing, and I mean loudly. The dude next to me was doing the we're not worthy bow to her. He was a young man, and I looked at him, and he's going, oh, there's doing, oh, oh, and I just went, as loud as I could go, and the people in the you know next to me in the booth are like looking, and I'm like, "Geez, this is nothing. That's not a sport." Jeez, this guy wants to get canceled from life. You have to, and they make you cheer for Diana Taurasi, and I think they pumped in crowd noise. And I got this. Uh, we got in the suites thanks to a, a guy named Dean at the Suns put us up in a nice suite up there, and uh, we walked in, and you immediately knew the other people in the suite were a band. And I'm not familiar with this band, but they're named The Main. You know them? They're local. And uh, they got to play the halftime, which was, you know, pretty interesting. But it was, like, so obvious that these guys were a band. It was weird. Like, they weren't, like, rock star, but you could look around and go, okay, this is some reason it's a band. And then the next thing you know, they're out there. And they're on the verge of making it? I think so. I think so. I don't know. Uh, But they were in a no-win situation with the sound there because they put them up on some riser to play and 
pumped it through the PA, and it wasn't. It was just they, they were echoing all. That. It was. It was. They sounded fine, and they came back, and I'm like, "You're a band, eh? Uh huh. Cool. That was weird. <laughs> like you guys were just here, then you weren't. And then Marty and I were just in there together, being. And then you hear conversations like uh, people who knew each other. Uh, it was a great one. And you just hear guy talk. The gorilla came in and said hi to us as well, which was interesting in the suite. I'm like, you should be down there with them. We shouldn't get everything. <laughs> he's hanging out with us. He's having cookies. And he stinks. Man, that gorilla smells. Oof. They got to do something. About it. In 40 years of that gorilla, 50 years of the you gorilla. You only have so many costumes. Okay. We need to Febreze the gorilla. The like, leather. Uh, just, <laughs> every five minutes. It gets seasoned. He, uh, he needs a Febreze handler. <laughs> Because uh, he's just – and, again, it goes back to my nose catching it all. He was also menstruating, which was weird. I didn't know the gorilla <laughs> could do that. But uh, he's in a, I heard two guys talking, and one guy said, yeah, there's blah, blah, blah. And he, he mentions the lady's name. And they just had met. And the other guy said, uh, I know her. And then he goes, boobs. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's her. That's a girl. And he goes, I work with her. And he's like, I used to date her. And I'm like, oh, this is good. And he goes, yeah. He goes, oh, man, I always want to see those boobs there. I – so distracted by those cans. And the other guy goes, yeah, well, they look better out. The other guy goes, oh, 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 oh. So this guy's basically whack. And then he goes, but here's the problem. She has an orgasm. She sounds like a baby. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like an infant. I couldn't take it. Also, she never goes home. I'm like, this is the best conversation I've heard two men have ever. She speaks baby talk. And when she has an orgasm, she goes, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. Can I grab your beer? <laughs> it's the best. Guy talk is the best. I nailed that chick that you work with. That's awesome. Oh, my God. I've always wanted to nail that chick I work with. It just gave me hope that the woke world won't always win. These guys didn't know each other. They're talking business. Oh, yeah. I, I, I do business with your people all the time. In fact, I f- some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, but it's frowned upon at work. It's but client I'd, relations. Yeah, I'd too, man. <laughs> well, I have, and it's great, except for she sounds like a like a crying infant, which got me curious if she was Japanese because that's how I've always said that they sound during porn. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Like I can't, I can't finish to this. Somebody's got to go tend to that baby. <laughs> anyway, good night last night. Suns win. Up Blow three out. two. Blowout. I don't think I've ever been to a game that lopsided, that stayed that lopsided the whole entire time. Whole time. Whole time. Ah. Anyway, did you guys watch? No. You didn't no. watch it? Oh my god, it was fun. I don't blame you for not watching because on TV that would have been. A drag. I looked in the. Uh, I looked at the second quarter, and no, then the, the beginning of the third. I'm like, just a blowout. Oh, obviously. I mean, I did. I didn't look. I'm like, obviously Boo Boo's out. Boo Boo's out. Yeah. yeah. A street clothes, which Charles Barkley calling them street clothes, yeah. is almost better than boo boo. Uh, but yeah, it was it was crazy. And then uh, oh, and Kendall Jenner was there last night as well. So there was an extra buzz around Devin Booker's girl next down, to JJ Watt. I don't know where she was. They and that's what I always wonder. Somebody's paying for that front row, 
And those seats are like forty grand for a season, each one. Maybe more for the front. Yeah. I know the few rows behind it, I'm like, Jesus, $40,000 for season tickets to sit there. But that front row is like They always, always have people. one or two available for yeah, the celebs. They they're probably not sold. Up to it's four. Probably, they not it's sold? probably the sons that owns them and just PR. Look at, I mean, look at Spike Lee all the time at the, the, he buys at the Madison. I'm sure he gets, yeah, he gets a yeah. bump. But, but there are, there are cases where there, people aren't using the court side every once in a while. You know, that's 41 games. I know, but if you bought them, I get you have to get a kickback if they're like, "Hey, yeah, can JJ have Watt to, have to?" Then we'll give, we'll give you like three three games value for that to miss a playoff game. Somebody's given their seat up for that because it's never empty. And maybe you're right. Maybe the Suns just own it. But as greedy as sports teams are to just own courtside seats, or does it have uh, if they know that's, right off, that's happening? Guess. Could they expand it? Like, is Maybe. there enough expansion for, like, four Add more Add a couple seats? more. Well, that's what Kevin Ray and I were talking about yesterday, the Suns announcer, and he said, uh, we've been up in these suites the whole year, and he said, I'm thinking to myself, we're not coming down there again because they can just take where we normally are and put Turn tw- it into 12 or 15 city, more yeah. seats in and charge another 40 grand to pop for each one. They'll make more money doing that. And I'm like, geez, they are. They're going to move your ass. And I said, do they be okay with Al McCoy? I think he wants to be down on the floor. And uh, and he goes, Al's in the booth next to us. I'm like, so basically they just pick him up like a puppet. Like he's like Walter for uh, <laughs> Jeff Dunham now. They just move him wherever he's. I don't want to be here. Says I am. Sit down, Al. Be quiet. <laughs> get in the elevator or get on your little chair that goes upstairs. If they need him down courtside, they just zip line him down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to have one of those, uh, seal, what do they call it, Croft and what was the old puppets that used to, the Genesis videos? The, remember them? The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sid and Marty talking Croft. about like uh, Sigmund the Sea Monster yeah. or something? Or if they made an Al McCoy and he was like a mascot too and he would zip line and it looked, but it'd have to be really accurate to look like Al McCoy. Shazam! And you just go shooting across the thing. Old, I'd like to see the real Al McCoy do it, but I don't think 90-year-old men are good at ziplining. Not, not if voluntarily, If anyone could do it, Al could do it. I don't think so. <laughs> You're <laughs> overestimating the skills of the... What a zipline! Yeah, the octogenarian, late octogenarian. Not necessarily a guy, now it's time for my zipline! <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> Al, no! Strap me in! The third, the third quarter stretch. Oh, yeah, get Al no, out there. Oh, or yeah. And again, last night, all the shenanigans the Suns are doing are up in a corner, not on the court. It's great. Like they've taken away all that silliness with dance teams. Don't and, you th- do you think that's playoff still? Or no, is that how they've it's got been designated areas for them. Which I'm, you know, the gorilla trampoline thing may have played out anyway. But not uh, happening. No, it didn't happen. They don't do it. That's. That's interesting. It is interesting because, I mean, he's up there dancing around. They've got the girls dancing. They're in clubs. They're in sections. And they just put it up on the big screen, which, by the way, is awesome. The, big, the new big screen's incredible. It's, uh, it's a cool time to be in this mix. And I was a Suns fan when I was a kid. And so have that uh, reawaken the way it has and watch all these fans You've come back. Yeah, it woke everybody up. It, they're a fun team. They're just they're hard not to like. They're a blast. They seem to be having a great time together, too, which is contagious. Uh, so game six is Thursday night, and uh, beating LeBron three in a row and ousting him from the playoffs. Oh, it exercises so many so many local demons. I'm not a Cardinal fan, but they most certainly have uh, you know, a history, we'll say, of being the stepped-on team. Uh, ASU is eh. 
the Diamondbacks got their championship, and since then have always been kind of the the forgotten team. The Coyotes, I'm sorry, they exist only in thought <laughs> to most of the city, and there's never been a run. The Suns were the original. I mean, you know, they were the original Phoenix thing. So, I think a lot of people sit back and say this is this is our one true real thing. All the rest was kind of added on after. You know, yeah. Oh. Crazy. Anyway, we got to get you guys up to a game. We'll draw out of a hat because Dean told me, and I'm going to hold him to it. The director of marketing and everything else down at the Suns game. I think that's his title. He told me, he "Goes your good luck. You've been here the last two games. I've I've gotten you up in this area. We've won by 30." Now the other time I went with that uh, wizard Doug Hopkins who roofied me, made me sign papers. <laughs> I did get five thousand dollars though, which was nice. It was in my pocket. I woke up on the streets. I'm like, "What just happened?" <laughs> that's the guarantee. Uh, but the last two times, Dean got tickets for me, 30-point win. He goes, I think you're a good luck charm. And I'm like, you know what, Dean? If you need me to be here for these games, I'll do it. I'll sacrifice. <laughs> it's pretty great. Anyway, go Suns. I know. It's kind of a – it's civic pride, Brady. You should be thrilled about this. You guys love oh, this yeah. stuff in Ohio. You're wearing an Ohio shirt today. You, you've been gone for 30 years. You still hang on to the Ohio love. See? Yeah. That's what you do. It doesn't have to be weird like you guys in Ohio. It's just like a team and get over it. It's not like everybody from here is nice. Half the people in Phoenix are still dicks. I mean, we know that. <laughs> Nobody in Ohio would ever say that. I don't think I've ever said Arizona boy, especially if he left. Like he hated it here. I but, have since I've been. Who? There. When you know there's an Arizona boy. Yeah, there's a few. That's like, yeah. And then there's always the one on the bubble that gets credit for Arizona. Yeah. I'd say the biggest one's Phil Mickelson. But, but he's, he's not, not from California. here. He's yeah. a California guy. The only one I, the this only, is ASU. Once you go to ASU, you're so like. So he spent four years here and now right. he's Arizona. Right. Yeah, but that's right. how it. Well, it I isn't. Mean, it is. And, and, he's a college guy. He's an Arizona State college, guy. It doesn't matter. The guy could be from Texas, but he played at Alabama. He's an Alabama You know who guy. we don't do that with? The most successful graduate at ASU? Al Michaels. Nobody ever says, oh, Arizona boy. He's one of the, he's one of the greatest broadcasters of all time. You hard, people hardly know he went to Arizona State. Or Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, yeah. a Hall of Fame superstar. Yeah. Mr. October, for God's sakes. Hardly know. Mark Malone. Well, let's settle down about that. <laughs> Malone, played quarterback. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I can give Malone crap because he was a Steeler. Sal Bando, come on. Oda B. McDowell, Brady. We can go down the list. <laughs> Oda B. McDowell. Wow, you're stretching <laughs> yeah, now. I know. There's not a lot. <laughs> Bob Horner, for all you 80s Braves fans. There's been a bunch of them. Uh, was Bonds. It? Barry. Barry Bonds, but nobody wants to admit that. But we don't do that for some reason. We're, and I don't want to do it with the ASU guys because it isn't a thing. But the one that should Fontes. get it is uh, Austin, yeah. what's his name, that plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, he legitimately grew up here playing juniors hockey. He's a superstar. People don't even know. I can't remember his last name right now. <laughs> Might be the drinking. Uh, anyway, <laughs> six fifteen. Let's get it together. I like it. Jump on the bandwagon. They're waiting on you here. Uh, Rally the valley is kind of fun. Don't forget about Jake Plummer too. Oh. <laughs> and we got the Pat Tillman thing, which is pretty good. Cool. Yeah, he's a California guy, but he's synonymous here because he not only played co- college, but then the pro thing. Terrell Suggs, T Sizzle, <laughs> T Sizzle, and his gums. But then he got his teeth fixed. Still ugly, but he got those weird chiclets taken out. Every time he'd smile, I'm like, oh, God. There isn't a dentist in Baltimore that's like, look, for free, I'm going to give you about $20,000 worth of dental work because I can't look 
at your baby nubs anymore. We've got to recede these gums and put some people teeth in you. T-Sizzle, Vontae's perfect. We've got some real winners. Gems. That's <laughs> some real gems. Yeah. I don't claim lefty, though. I don't claim Phil for Arizona. They want to, but, he, he, you know, the second he, he started doing... He just by, by going to ASU. But the, but the fact that we claim him and he doesn't, they well, he, have to claim he here. He still has some ties here. Sure, obviously. but he does Chamber of Commerce commercials for Come to California, my home state. He no longer associates with it. Like, you can't do it when they don't want to hey, play You pull along. a Suns cheerleader out of the crowd. You cut yeah. one out of that. Oh, you're, yeah, well. you're, an, hey, congratulations. you're an Arizona boy. Tough gig. <laughs> I'm pretty sure for a place to stay and two grand, I could pull a Suns cheerleader too. It was different back then. Was it? Well, for me especially. I didn't have two grand. <laughs> right. I didn't have a place to stay and couldn't wake my parents. Uh, and let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together as the city feels pretty good today. Uh, it's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey! Here we, here we go. 98.